a really quick and exciting announcement to make. The Menopause and Cancer podcast is now also on YouTube, and I'm so excited that more people now get to watch our conversations. So the link to the YouTube channel is in our show notes. Please go and subscribe to the channel so that more people who need to hear our conversations are able to find them. Thank you. Welcome to the Menopause and Cancer podcast, where we speak with cancer patients, survivors, and brilliant menopause experts to help us find solutions to our symptoms and ideas to improve our health. My name is Dani Binnington, and today we're going to have a little bit of a different episode. Welcome to your first video of our Menopause After Cancer Crash Course. I've put together bite-sized pieces of information in short videos, which I'm going to get out to you every single day of this week so that we really sum up everything we have learned over hundreds and hundreds of hours of interviewing experts on our podcast. And I want to sum it all up for you and display it all for you so that we can all start the year, a new year, being fully informed of what all of our options are. Sometimes we get into January and we're still feeling like the overwhelm and the exhaustion that came with just getting through Christmas. Often we're then thinking, oh, I just need the weather to change and the sun to come out for a few more hours every single day. And we're crawling through those difficult months, January, February, edging into March. But there is also a way of feeling that we can strategically plan our year. Many of you tell me that you have lots of information and that you still don't know really what to do and what your next steps could be. Some people say, I've had no information and I have no idea what my options are. And some people say to me, Danny, I just feel like I'm getting conflicting advice from so many different people. Sometimes even top experts at the hospital you're treated give you opposing opinions. And so it can be really hard knowing what's what. And so in these short videos for this week, I want to just sum up all the things I've learned so that we have it all in front of us and that we can think, what are we going to get out of this year and what do we want to achieve for ourselves this year? And then knowing what our options are. So I'm going to make it really short, bite-sized pieces of information. We're going to talk about our non-hormonal prescribable options, hormonal prescribable options. We're going to talk about complementary um, approaches so that we can really build up a holistic healing toolkit. And so it's really important for me that we don't just focus on one thing. We're going to bring it all together and really look at all of our options. We're also going to be talking about triggers, about lifestyle, diet, exercise, and of course, about stress. But I don't want to overwhelm you today. Today's all about starting and really understanding that there is always something you can do. And whatever you've tried last year, however difficult your year has been, or maybe you've just managed to get through without another huge life event, it doesn't really matter. Where are you at right now? And can we set ourselves little goals and little aims going forward, say until the summer this year? And so before we talk about all of our toolboxes, and I call them my menopause buckets, I often imagine myself walking around with buckets, and in each bucket I have a different healing modality, whether that's medication, whether that is how I eat, whether that is going to yoga or stress relief or uh, doing my weight training, whatever it is, I, I almost have these buckets in my life, and I feel like every day I need to put my hand into different buckets, or you know, weeks go by where I think, gosh, I've really taken the eye off really focusing on my buckets. And then it's starting to re regain that connection because we can't always bring our utmost 
attention and energy into our healing and recovery process. It's just not possible. Life is really busy. And so before we start really going into the nitty gritty of all of our healing modalities, we really need to start with where are you at right now? Not where you were yesterday and not where you want to be. Where are you at right now? And then we can start to think, what do we want to happen? And I think we really need to start with our symptoms. And these might be different for you now to how you felt back in November. And they're probably not how you want to be feeling. But it's really important that we sit down with ourselves every now and then. I've made myself a really lovely cup of coffee and I often make myself a cup of tea and I've got my journal out, but you can also use an app. So there are lots of different apps you can use to track your symptoms. One suggestion would be the OWISE app. And this is an app for breast cancer survivors and it's got a really good symptom uh, checker, symptom tracker, but you can also use the Balance app, the Balance Menopause app. It's got a brilliant symptom checker or you just write things down in your uh, notepad, pen and paper and revisit, have that cup of tea with yourself every so often, every three weeks, so that by the time you do decide to speak to a healthcare professional, you're much more clear of what your symptoms are, how they present with. And let's be specific. Um, we can really go into detail of how these symptoms affect us so that we can then figure out what are our top three symptoms, for example, how do they affect our quality of life, so that when we talk to a doctor, we can say, with well, those three things, you can be really clear, those three things are really getting in the way of me having a good quality of life. What can you do to help me do something about them? I'm going to talk us through the symptoms. And maybe if you haven't got pen and paper out or an app in front of you, let's just take a moment and let's just think what's going on for you at the moment. Thanks so much for listening so far. It means a lot. I make this podcast to support other women who faced a similar struggle to me. So if you know someone who you think might benefit from listening, please share the link with them. I would really appreciate it. We'll start with anxiety mood swings, irritability, and low mood. Lack of motivation, tearfulness, loss of joy, reduced confidence. Brain fog, fatigue, poor memory, or poor concentration. Difficulty sleeping, and that can be really finding it hard to fall asleep or waking up at three o'clock in the morning and not being able to get back to sleep. Loss of libido, night sweats, cold sweats, hot flushes, cold flushes, headaches, migraines, heart palpitations, tinnitus, feeling dizzy, changes to periods, all of your vaginal symptoms, the dryness, the itching, the pain, the bleeding upon intercourse. Urinary symptoms, and they can include constantly feeling like you need to go to the toilet, or maybe once you've been to the toilet, you feel you've emptied your bladder and then you feel you've not quite emptied your bladder enough. So just not quite knowing what's going on all the way to urinary tract infections or reoccurring urinary tract infections. Dry, itchy skin, dry ears and nails. When I first was pushed into surgically onset menopause, my skin was so itchy. 
it, it was beyond itchy skin. I was literally pulling off the skin on my shins, on my calves. It just felt really, really debilitating. I couldn't stop myself from scratching. It was awful. Thinning hair, oral health changes, weight gain, restless legs, joint or muscle pain, increased allergies, digestive issues. And before we're now going to think, oh my God, I've got some of those symptoms and I've had them for ages, or you might be thinking, gosh, I've got all of those symptoms. I still have no idea what to do about them. Or you might be thinking, I've got no idea why I have these symptoms. Maybe you've just recently completed your active treatment for cancer. You don't know, is this chemo brain? Is this brain fog? Am I anxious because I've had a cancer diagnosis? Probably. And is this anxiety compounded because of your hormone levels and you've been pushed into menopause? Probably. Will your doctors always know why and what exactly causes your symptoms? It's really hard. Sometimes they will be great detectives and being able to figure out what's what and sometimes you don't. And then we just have to think what is important for you and what can we get treated and so for now, let's just let our symptoms be here before we go into problem solving mode, solutions mode, and thinking we need to fix all of our problems. So today is really about just being here um, right now and kind of like forgetting all of our symptoms up until now and start afresh. This is a really good opportunity to do this now. It's mid-January. Do this again in three or four weeks' time and let's repeat this process as we enter spring so that we also know when our efforts have worked because sometimes the changes, benefits, improvements are subtle and we don't even notice them because we're too busy. And so let's just really have that cup of tea with ourselves and that connection with ourselves. And before we're going to go into all of our menopause buckets in the next video, I just also want to read you a quick poem that I've been reading in yoga for donkey's donkey's years. And it always reminds me and I always read it when I do my symptom checker. And you'll notice I've got a candle on for me when I do my symptom checker and when I check in with myself and I think, where are my mental symptoms, my anxiety, all of my loss of confidence? Where is that for me at the moment? And then I think of where are my physical symptoms? And I light a candle and I read a part of this poem and I'm going to share it with you now. It's by Jeff Foster. Often we focus so much on the goal or destination that we forget the journey. And that is why I want us to stop thinking just for today about the goal or destination, about finding solutions to all of our symptoms and just let them be and recognize them for what they are today. We disconnect from each precious step and stress is created. The sense that we're not there yet, yet joy can only be found in the here and now and has nothing to do with goals, destinations or getting what you want. Let's take the focus off the 10,000 steps to come, the 10,000 steps you have not yet trodden, the 10,000 things that are missing right now, and remember the present step, this ancient living ground and your own intimate presence. Breathe and feel the life in your body. Often we don't know where we're headed. And although that's a really difficult situation to be in, especially once you've had a history of cancer, we can try and befriend this uncertainty, the doubt. 
and we can try and learn to love this sacred place of having no answers because it is also alive, creative and full of potential. And yeah, with this space of being here and being alive, feeling alive, being in this space of not having all of the answers, not knowing exactly what we're going to do about all of our symptoms. It's a creative place and full of potential. And so tune in tomorrow and for the next few days this week, where we're really going to tap into this full potential, our menopause buckets. And I'm really excited to go on this little journey with you. <music>